Okay, yay, we're gonna do the clap. One, two, three. Welcome back, double teamed fam. What? That was How really... are we doing? We're back. <laughs> Fuck, that was loud. Was Kinda it took... really? Oh, yeah, it's hitting some bars. It took it's me uh, by surprise, to say the least. Okay, um, we got a lot to catch up on. I was super excited to record today. Y'all don't even know how happy I am to be here with all of you. I've missed y'all. July was great. Much needed break. But now, like, today I, I got emotional thinking about recording today. Like, I don't know about you, but I got emotional. That's so cute. Yeah, I got, well, I haven't been emotional. I've been stressed. Um, I got stressed uh, with just the amount of work I have to do. Uh, because of course, you know, live show October 20th in LA, come support us, come have a great time. Don't forget. Drinks will be included. Um, but I just, I mean, I've been working on so much over the weekend. Um, Steph and I yesterday were on a Zoom meeting for like four hours working on the invites and all that good stuff. So it's, um, yeah, it's coming along. It's coming along. And now we're here recording. I'm super excited to be back for season three. We have so many great things in store for you guys, and I can't wait to share. So cheers. Cheers. And I'm glad you guys have been productive because last week I was, in the words, you know, as Steph would say, I was a sensitive ass bitch all week. <laughs> I was at a work event and I was just like, I had these like weird waves of emotions like constantly. Uh, but I did want to tell a story. Um, it was such a touching moment that I really wanted to share with y'all. It's not sexual at all. Um, so th this is a different side of me. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, so I was at a... I was You're at a, a human. It's fine. You, you yeah, know, I am. We're all dynamic. Yeah, we're all Yeah. Multifaceted. There's more to me than just... That. Sensitive beings. Anyways, so I was at this work event. Um, it was like an air show. So, you know, how do I describe an air show? There's like, airplanes and people. There's airplanes and people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyways, I'm sitting by one of the airplanes that we have like on display. And um, this guy walks up and he's with his family, like his sister, his mom, looked like maybe his dad. And then I don't know, there was a third guy, but I have no idea who he was. Anyways. He was either, like, he either had Down syndrome or was autistic. He was special needs, let's, let's put it that way. And he walked right up to me, and he, like, put his hand out, and he was, like, he introduced himself, and he's like, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Nicole, and I shook his hand. And, um, and I really wish I could remember his name, but I can't, and I'm so upset at myself. So much had happened all at once that, like, I, I, did, I forgot his name, and then I forgot to, like, ask for it again. Anyways, so I, uh... So I shook his hand and we introduced ourselves and he had a couple questions about the airplane. So I answered them. Um, at times he was like a little hard to understand. So like his mom and his sister would like help kind of, you know, translate, translate if needed. And then they, he asked if he could go like look inside the airplane. And I said, sure, why not? So he did. And I kind of just waited, you know, with his mom um, while him and his sister went to go look at the airplane. Um, and then he came back and... He asked like one or two more questions. I can't remember. And then he goes, can I have a hug? And immediately his mom and his sister were like, no, no, no hugs. And I was like, no, it's fine. And so I gave him a hug and I kind of let him lead. Like I waited for him to pull away from the hug because I, I didn't want to rush the moment. Um, but he actually didn't hug me for that long. Um, if anything, I had wished he had uh, because I was so touched by it. And, and I remember like as soon as I pulled away, you know, cause it was hot outside, like people were sweating and yeah. you know, whatever. Or, and his mom was, Wisconsin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his mom was like, I'm so sorry, you know, if he's sweating. I'm like, no, no, not at all. He really wasn't honestly. And like, you know, it was a very, it was a very nice, like, you know, endearing hug. And it kind of broke my heart that, you know, his, A, his mom and his sister, you know, were trying to be like you know, cautious at first by saying no, no hugs, and then like apologizing after. And, <clears throat> and I, and I understand, you know, um, you know, when someone's special needs, like a lot of people don't really know how to navigate or how to interact with them because it's a little more unpredictable, maybe, you know, um, just because like the, their social norms look a little bit different. 
but I didn't mind at all. And, um, you know, I told her it wasn't a big deal. And then he looks at me and in like the sweetest, like softest little voice, I'm like getting emotional, like just like recounting this right now. He says, he looked at me and he was like, you're beautiful. And I didn't understand him right away. And I kind of gave him like a look like I didn't understand. And then his mom said, like repeated it. And he and he gave me like the sweetest smile. And I about lost it. Oh, like, I'm not kidding. When I say I was doing everything I could to not like tear up in that moment. And he put his hand out to me again. And so like I shook it. But then I like wrapped this hand around it and then he did the same to my hand oh and we kind of just looked at each other and he was like it was nice to meet you and I said it was really nice to meet you and then they left and that touched my heart I'm not kidding when I say like I wanted to run to the back of the booth like where we had our break area and just like bawl my eyes out because I was so moved he was such like a sweet soul and you could tell he just wanted he was curious he wanted to connect he just wanted like he he just wanted to connect with someone and like have an interaction and I and I wish I could have like told his mom and his sister like just how much that moment meant to me I literally, I told you, I told C, I told, um, you know, one of my guys that I'm talking to, like, and then, you know, now I'm telling you guys, cause I was so like touched and moved by this. I was like, I wish I could have told her like how much that interaction meant to me. It made my day, it made my week. I journaled about it and how much, like how emotional it made me. And anyways, I, I just, uh, I can't get over that. I story. love moments like those, especially like. I don't know, you know, because I've had moments before where, like, maybe I'm at, like, at a, at a bar or I'm at a, you know, rave or something like that. And, you know, when you make, like, an instant connection with someone like that where you're just, like, you're both there in that space where, like, you feel warm and happy, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe, um, you know, I don't know, just like a like a positive warmth feeling. It's always nice to experience. Yeah, I definitely um, felt like a connection there. I felt like it was a very, it was so short, you know, the interaction. But it, it, like I said, it was just so moving to me. I needed it. It had been a long week. This was towards the end of the week of the show. And like, you know, I, I like the hug. I needed a hug. You know, I hadn't really had that. And I just, I was so thankful for it. And so, I don't know. I really doubt his family's anyone that would ever listen to this podcast um, but if they know which air show I'm talking about and they recognize it at all, like, I wish I could tell them, like, that moment meant a lot to me. And if I ever met him again, like, I would give him the biggest hug. Oh, he was, he was just the sweetest soul. So anyways, just thought I'd share that with you guys. Touching moments. Touching moments. Now. With Mickey. Um. <laughs> Complete 180. <laughs> yeah. What, what do we want to talk about? Well, do we want to tell them the story about the sex party? Which story? The show. Oh, yeah. Well, the performance. I mean, the performance. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was thinking, you know, we could just like update everyone we've been up to. I mean, obviously we went to Europe. We had a friend's wedding. It was very nice. Wait, but I wanted to tell them about that performance because I thought it was dope. No, I know. I'm recapping July. Okay, Hold on. You can tell the story in just a moment. Fine. Recap July. You can't just go from a touching moment to a sex show. Like, yeah, you're you, right. Okay. Okay. Segue we, it. Segue yeah, it. Segue into it. Anyways. I took a one-week social media break. I don't know if any of you noticed, um, but I, I, I noticed because I had to answer all the DMs. Yeah, I was going to say, Nikki didn't even do that great of a job answering the DMs. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many requests I had to, like, you know, go through and just, uh, <laughs> excuse me? <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, you did fine. You did fine. Anyway, I took care of all of the, like, Yeah, no, everything. you did. You took great. I, you know what? I, I felt very, you know, happy that I was able to take a step away from social media and Nikki was able to man it. Twitter, I'm so sorry you, <laughs> that you got left in the dust. Because I, don't have, I don't even have the Twitter app on my phone. Nikki doesn't even have the app. I was telling everybody the one time Nikki owned t- a Twitter account, it was called Mid Maintenance. No, why did you say that? <laughs> 
Why? And it had the well, we can bleep that out. Um, and it had the um the profile picture was of one of my foster cats who was named Bean. Uh, Bean was so cute. Anyways, I only and, followed one person. Yeah, and it was the Santa Clarita Fire no, no, Department, no, 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 no. L.A. County Fire Department. Whatever. It Why was, there were a lot of fires? Yeah, there were a lot of fires, and the and I, well, I was telling Twitter this. The only way they were updating people was through Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> moving on. Um, Twitter, I'm sorry that you got left in the dust, but a week later and here we are, I'm thriving and back on the apps. I'm not going to lie. There was one second there where I was like, I don't want to go back to social media. Yeah, but that's um, how but we I, connect with But I, of course, people. wanted to come back to all of you, so. Anyways. And I was at a work event while you took your social media break. Like, the timing was honestly awful. You could have waited <laughs> one fucking week. So then, no. I, so then I could have been more focused My on it. My brain needed a break. <laughs> but I digress. I digress. Sorry to say that in Europe we didn't have any uh, spicy stories. No spicy stories. We brought condoms and lube. You Nothing brought lube? Happened. Oh, you're right. I didn't bring lube. I was going to say, the things that we, like, guys, I'm not kidding you when I say we brought two backpacks for a two-week trip, and that included taking two full-length gown dresses for, a bridesmaid for dresses. bridesmaid dresses for a freaking wedding, s- putting them in their dust bag and then sm- like folding it, smashing it, and putting it into the pocket of the backpack. The way we made everything work was honestly like mind-blowing. Yeah. Shout out to Bays Sponsor us. Yeah. So yeah, we had two backpacks. Mainly because um, I don't like checking bags and I kept no. seeing all these stories about how everyone was losing their bags in Europe. One the of last- our friends, lo- he was going to Italy and his bag is still lost. His bag is still lost. It's Let, been a month. Let's all manifest that the airline that he flew eventually finds his bag and sends it back to him. But I think that was ridiculous. So I was like, I'm not chancing it sending or, you know, checking a bag. So we didn't check a bag. And um, so, yeah, we just brought two backpacks. And then we had like one mini bag. That one was tiny little one bag. One tiny little bag. That was it. And it made it work. But um, we were definitely not prepared for the weather in Germany. Germany is um, cold. Germany summer is like an L.A. winter. Yeah. And it is kind of cold. It was cold. It's very chilly. It was pretty. Mallorca was my favorite. Mallorca was beautiful. It was hot as fuck, though. Like, hotter than Satan Falls, but yeah, it, was, it was hot. Yeah. Anyways, and then, yeah, I took my social media break. You know, Nikki went to a work trick, trip. Blah, blah, blah. Now we're back. But yeah, we didn't get into any trouble in Europe. We were well behaved. We were. We even, like, had an agreement beforehand. We're like, okay, if one of us wants to, like, take a dude home, we'll just, like, figure it out because we were sharing hotel rooms. <clears throat> and that never happened, so it's fine. I wasn't planning on... I wasn't planning on it either, but, you know, I wanted I wanted it to be, like, serendipitous. Okay. I was going to say... nothing serendipitous happened. I had an agreement with my, my dude that I wasn't going to do anything while I was in Europe, so... Yeah. I didn't know of such agreement. <laughs> yeah. I told you that. I don't recall you telling me that. Anyway. Okay. Well, anyway. I didn't know it was a solo act. You would have been fine. Still. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. And then we came back and went to a sex party. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Now you can tell the story. Okay. So, we already told our Patreon members, but... I this was one of the best sex parties I'd ever been to. One of the best performances I'd, I'd ever, ever seen at a sex party. It was dope as fuck. So let me let me paint the room. The theme was I don't know how to pronounce it. It starts with a B A C C C H. But it's like bacchanalia. Yeah, something like that. But something it's basically like think like Roman orgy. So, like, they said to dress in white and gold. They said dudes could either wear, like, suits or togas. And then girls, you know, lingerie or cocktail dresses. <coughs> or something on theme, like, with the, like, ro- the thing, think, like, Roman gods, Roman orgy, like, that kind of thing. They get it. I really like the theme. Um, I wore a white le- lace bodysuit. And then I had these white leather thigh cuffs with matching leather handcuffs that I wore. And nude heels. And then I put a trench coat over it. I was feeling bloated as fuck. I wore a um, fucking, what was it? I wore like a blush, see-through lacy. Nicole, I am speaking into the microphone. How much closer do you want me to be? I'm just Like, it is happening. Do you not see the bars? What are you worried about? That's that's enough. (laughs) Anyways, I wore a blush fucking bodysuit that was lacy and see-through with a champagne gold, like a 
rose gold skirt oh. with a slit and and heels. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> oh well, I'm so pissed that you keep telling me to scoot closer to the mic. Like, oh, I am close enough. What do you want like me to this. do? Fucking kiss it? Like, no. stop. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna have to cut this out because this is maybe not. And they like it when we fight. This is chaotic <laughs> as fuck and way too loud. Okay, well, I mean, there's the Mars Uranus North Throne conjunction, which Anyways. is heavy energy, but that's another different story. Anyways, so yeah, the show was dope. So let me explain. So they had. Do we want to say the club? They probably don't care. It's Kinky Rabbit Club. Well, one of my favorite sex party clubs to go to anyways. And so they had this kind of like plush pink Ottoman looking thing in front of like a mini stage. So the show starts off with these three women walking in. Um, was that one mean girl like on a leash? I can't remember. I can't remember if she was on a leash. Anyways, these three women walk in. One girl lays down on the plush Ottoman and like full spread eagle. And then the other two girls, like, hold her legs back and kind of, like, start playing with her kitty, you know? Get her all warmed up. Meow, meow. Uh, and then... <coughs> okay, stop making meowing noises. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> and then, once they get her a little warmed up, these two dudes dressed in togas. They had, like, the girls had on these, like, various white and gold outfits. They were really pretty. Anyways... Then these two dudes come in in togas and they have spears. And at the end of those spears are like dildos. Gold dildos. Gold dildos. So they start double penetrating her with the dildo. So one's going in the peach. The other one's going in the kitty. I'm trying to be a little more conscientious of my language so that we don't, you know, post shit on TikTok and Instagram and get account warnings. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, TikTok. We haven't posted in a while. We got Actually, we need to appeal that. Um, anyways. Got, I try to figure out how to appeal. I couldn't figure it out. We got account warnings. Anyways, so <clears throat> so they're double penetrating her with the dildo spears, okay? And so, like, she's getting nice and warmed up. Which, honestly, I would have been terrified for everybody involved in that situation. Because yeah. what if they went too deep? Like, a guy you, as a guy, you really have to have good control with that stick. Because the sticks were, like, this long. Yeah. And then, you know, they had the dildo at the end of it. Yeah. May I add, she had a phenomenal kitty. Did you take a good look at it when she was spread eagle? Like, the light was shining right on it. I'm um, actually not remembering it too well, but I do remember it was quite smooth. And that's just my preference, even though I don't play with kitties, but... The the coloring, I thought, was really nice. Anyways. Someone took an in-depth look. <laughs> Anyways, keep going. So, so, they're using the dildo spears on her double penetration, and then they pull out of it, and... And they kind of like all essentially like play with each other while the, the two guys go to the back. The two g dudes go to the stage. Yeah. And then the two girls that were like holding the other girl's legs back follow and start blowing the dudes. Yes. Okay. And then. In the, comes in another dude. The girl that was getting DP just like sits at the foot of the ottoman and like waits. And then another guy comes in and he like lays down on the ottoman and then this it's a transgender woman. Mm. A transgender woman comes and like sits on top of his dick. So he's pegging her. He's penetrating her anally. So, and it was really hot. Like the, the transgender woman was smoking. Her phenomenal. Dick, phenomenal. Yes. And, um, and she took that. Her, her package is really nice. Yeah. Too. She did have a really nice cock eggplant <laughs> that too <laughs> the twitter or the the tiktok safe version yes okay anyways yeah so um <clears throat> and then the girl that was at the foot of the ottoman remember the one that got dp'd now she sits on the transgender woman and so they're in this like anal sandwich it was beautiful it really was um they were all hot the guy was hot the girls were hot and obviously they're all hot um <clears throat> and then like, the, the guys in the back getting blown. Like, the whole scene was just, like, very... I was getting turned on. Let's just put it that way. I was, I was, I was yeah. loving it. I was loving it. Every second of it. The crowd was, like, loving it and cheering them on and everything. And I was admiring the just the beauty of the whole scene so much. What, the anal sandwich? Just everything. The whole... The whole vi all the visuals. All yeah, the visuals. Yeah, yeah. But... Here comes the best part. The best part, yeah. This is neat. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the good part. Yeah. So then everyone kind of slowly pulls out, so to speak. The the girl 
that was DP'd kind of like she puts her ass in the air mm-hmm. and then they put a butt plug in and at the top of the butt plug. Wait, you're forgetting the part where they have the other butt plug with the candle. Remember? Oh, okay. You tell it because I don't remember. No, as well. that part I don't remember well, but I do remember. So they did have a butt plug that had like a little dish at the top of it. And then they started using a candle and pouring wax over the girl. And then that's when they come out with the other butt plug. With the funnel. Yes. Something like that. That part gets a little murky. But at one point they put in, or at one point after that, they put in a butt plug. And the butt plug has this like giant gold funnel. Mm -hmm. And so then, so she's, you know, her ass is in the air. The funnel is facing up. And then the three dudes and the transgender woman all kind of like enclose around the funnel. And start jerking off into the funnel. And coming into it. And coming into it. And at this point, as they're like coming into it, everyone is going fucking wild. Yeah. I I was cheering them on. I was like, whoa! Because I was so excited for it. It was so hot. And like the transgender woman, her like tits and like all the dudes were hot. Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Anyways, so So then they um the three dudes kind of go away the transgender woman pulls the the plug out the plug out and the funnel and then starts pouring it all over herself and And the girl because and the the girl that sat like in the ottoman in front of her so it poured over her too right yeah 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 yeah. and then they all kind of like at that point that was the finale that was the finale everyone's going wild everyone's cheering and then, of course, they kind of, like, all sensually, like, walk out and, like, leave that kind of main central area. Mm. And then the party starts. And I, like, let me just say, people were fucking at this party after that performance. I will say, though, I feel like at one point, like, the fucking, like, started, like, really fast. And then it, like, slowed down, I thought, fairly quickly. At least in one of the rooms that I saw. Oh, really? Because in the room that... There were two mm-hmm. rooms that I kind of went in and out of where it was just like nonstop. Mm. Did you go the room on the far uh, at the end of the hallway to the right? The last room on the right, that one was like a twenty four seven. That one party. was lit AF. Yeah, but I will say, um, I saw so many fun things at that party. I saw a girl get DP'd, and it's funny because like I know her and her boyfriend, and like her boyfriend was like really. Who was it? Oh. Yeah, her oh, boy- I love watching them have sex. Oh, I know, but like her, <gasps> he was really like, what? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Pounding into her? No, but like the 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 DP, like he was way into it. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> it was hot. And then the the porn star was there. I hooked up with him again. We had a phenomenal time. Honestly, he looked he looked great. It was funny because I saw one of the girls who I had seen at one of the first parties I ever went to, and I hadn't seen her since. And her and her husband were there. Anyways, at one point, she and I are talking. She's, like, caressing my shoulder. We start making out a little bit. And then her her dude was like, I want to see, like, you eat her out. And I was like, I've, I've never played with a pussy before. And... She was like, oh, no, that's okay. We can just, you know, keep it to, like, making out and stuff. And then, like, but he, like, kept on insisting. And I just got so nervous. And I'm just, I'm not there yet. I don't know if I will be when it comes to, like, the waist down, you know, and playing with women. I wasn't sure. So, but she was, like, really cool and understanding. And I was really happy that I was, like, able to tell her, like, hey, I haven't done this before. And it makes me, like, I'm kind of nervous about it. And she was, like, super chill and, like, really, like, comforting and understanding, even though her dude was trying to get us to do it still. And, uh, and yeah, so that, that was my one little bit. She and I just played a little bit more with, like, our boobs. And then, so for me, they had a massage room. And so I finally fulfilled one of my, like, <gasps> deepest. They did have a massage room. Deepest fantasies. I didn't get a massage. Oh, you should have. Okay, so I was I w- the I finally found like a point where the no one was on the massage table, and I went to just kind of like lay on it, and then the girl that was giving out the massages, um, she was like, "Do you want one?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." So she, she was so cute. She was really cute. Um, so I'm naked there. She starts massaging me, but like she's definitely like 
you know, swiping up the cooch and, you know, like playing with my ass and playing with my tits. And so like that was for me, that's always been a fantasy of mine to like get a massage, but like erotic a, massage, yeah, erotic massage. Very lovely. And then um, there was a guy there. He was like the brother of the owner of the club who I had met earlier. And he was like, may I join? And I was like, absolutely. He didn't really, he didn't go to the erotic part, but he did like massage my back and stuff. And it Aww. was just like so nice to just like get massaged by two people. And like I was turned on and it was Especially really Especially after a long flight. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was a really, it was a great party. Fun party i will say though the the floggers that they had that night they were they were like on theme and like they were shiny and like rigid but they were stingy and they really, were stingy as fuck really stingy i tried them out and I, I i made the mistake of i took an edible um a little weed edible before the party and then i got to once i i got to the cross and this one guy was flogging me and i got like a real like high high um from you know the edible and getting flogged but then at one point it like oh man the stinginess was just too much I was like I this stings so bad I can't do it anymore I was so sad because you know how much I love getting flogged and I wanted to flog someone else but I didn't know how to handle that rigid flogger I agree that one they didn't put as many toys out and I was kind of sad because I, I didn't like yes. the floggers either and they, they just didn't have a lot of toys out and they had the flogger own. they had a flogger made of chains <laughs> Which actually that wasn't was, that it bad. It wasn't that bad. I tried it. It wasn't as bad as you would think it was, but it was still painful. It was less stingy than the other flogger that they had. Because that other flogger was like a tail. It was like a braided tail. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. the chain mail one was actually not as stingy. But I only got flogged very for very short on the St. Andrew's Cross for a very short amount of time. I was on that cross no more than 10 minutes. I was yeah. like, I can't do this and anymore. And then I, I um, flogged another girl on there for maybe about five minutes, and that was about it. So... I agree. That was my only complaint. They could have had a couple more toys, but overall, the crowd super hot. The performances phenomenal. Um, the yeah, it was it was just a really great party. I went with or we went with C. Um, you know who I've mentioned before, and she had a phenomenal time. So overall, I would give it ten a, out of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. It was so good, so fun. There's our little catch up. I hope you enjoyed the various story times. Now we did do a Q and A. We've got a lot of new followers on our Instagram, so thank you guys for that support if you made it here from ig welcome well welcome welcome yes so we're gonna answer a couple questions let's see some of y'all asked like 20 questions yeah guys. I, I mean i love it no, love it but like enthusiasm like one person like there were two people that asked like 30 questions each and i was like, like wow oh. which one did you some like? are really some i really i wanted to answer because they were really like fun and short we've already answered that one Hey DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show, which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to go get tested and this is just a great way to support our show 
while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. What made you girls feel so comfortable with your sexuality? Time. Time. And um, I would say introspectiveness. Well, and the fact that we had each other to talk about. Yeah. And then um, someone asked, getting rimmed or doing the rimming? Um, I, I like getting rimmed. I really haven't rimmed a lot of people. I've only done it to one partner, and he said he had the best orgasm he's ever had in his life. So kudos to me. Um, Yo, I'm going to be honest. I get real nervous getting rimmed. I do. I just, I, whenever, especially if my ass is on display, I'm like, I'm just afraid of farting. So I, yeah, it's, it's just, a, you know, but I do, I do like getting rimmed. I prefer rimming a lot more though. Yeah. Really? To be honest. Interesting. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I know. See, I'm the other way around. You know, this is the difference between you and I. Um, I like this one. How can I get women to approach me? I'm bi and have been told I give off straight vibes. We briefly talked about this on an episode with Bro Girl Therapy. I think it's hard as a bi woman, like, especially if, like, you're just now, you know, accepting your bisexuality and, you know, um, learning about your, you know, dynamic with women. I think the best thing to do is, you know, when you do approach them, you know, I remember, like, I, I mentioned in the episode... Like, if, if you're straight and you go to a girl that, like, and you think she looks so cute, you're like, oh, my God, I love your shoes, or oh, my God, I love that dress, or oh, my God, you look phenomenal, girl, so hot, whatever. That You know, that's great. So you don't want to do that if you want to – I was going to say, that's giving support. That's giving support. That's and giving that's girl giving power. Platonic. You know, if you want to show them that you want to, like, fuck them, then, you know, like – I think it's got to be a combination of like not only what you're saying, but maybe like some eye contact, maybe some like, you know, body language just shows that you're interested. But go up to her and say, I think you look absolutely beautiful tonight. And then look her up and down, you know, maybe add in a little like, you know, lip smirk. Oh, oh lip God. Bite God, no, Nikki, that is so cringe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ew. I never want to see that. Do you do that? No. Don't. No, but like I'm but I'm saying the eye contact can make a difference. Yeah, do the eye contact, but don't do that. If, if you're going to you got to be suave, okay, to do that lip bite. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I can't even do it. I I'm smiling too much right now. I there was one time a girl did that to me and the way that she did it, she pulled it off uh, so well that I was like, love that Absolutely for her. take me home. Anyways, but yeah, I think you got to like, you got to use a different tone, you know, instead of like, oh my God, so cute, you know, like get away from that tone. So it's going to be a combination of like tone, body language, you know, eye contact and like less about like complimenting like, you know, the shoes or the skirt and more about like complimenting them as a person <clears throat> and let them know that you're interested. But, you know, just be direct too. I don't mind directness from women because it does clear the air for me. I remember one time we were at a sex party in New York and... There was um, this girl there. I told the story on Brokel Therapy, too. So sorry for the um, overlap. But I... Um, you better make this quick. We have so much to cover. Anyways, <laughs> but her and I are both sitting on the couch. And um, <laughs> she literally looks over at me and she goes... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she goes, look, I know most of the time when girls are, like, hitting, or hitting on you, it's hard to tell. You know, so I just want to let you know straight away, I want to lick your pussy. And I was like, likewise... <laughs> And she did the thing where she, like, looked me up and down. Aww. And I was like, yes. We actually didn't hook up, but I did watch her get um, played with repeatedly by another girl, and I thought it was so hot. I just wasn't in the mood that night. I was in an interesting mood. So I, I, I but, Oh, yeah, that party. Yeah. But I loved her directness, and I loved... I thought she was super hot. Anyways, so I my best advice there is just to employ tactics that show your sexual interest, not platonic interest. What's another question? One of the questions that we got was, how do you feel about guys wearing lingerie? <gasps> I have a lot of feelings about it. I think it's great, and I think you should do it if it makes you happy. I and also, like, for example, I had a friend in college who, he was a man. Um, it, you know, I think he was by gay leaning, but he would buy women's underwear and send me pictures of him in them. And 
I thought it, he looked hot as fuck. I had a huge crush on him. I think I've told this story before. If you are, you know, like follow the male submissive, you know, he loves cross-dressing. I think for men, if it moves you and you want to wear it, wear it. So don't care what society says. I personally think, you know, like I saw this one post about this party that all these people threw and um, all the guys were required to wear dresses. <gasps> and some of them, it was a TikTok. I sent it to I saw it. Yeah. the male submissive. Some of those guys looked so fucking hot in those dresses. I yeah. was like, yeah. and I hated the, the, the comment section because everybody was going after them. Like, oh, they're probably so pressed. Yeah. yeah. So many, you know, <sighs> troubled people were pressed. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that guy in the satin pink dress can get it, like, right now. From me, he looked amazing. So, I have, I've had a, three partners that enjoyed wearing lingerie and would send me pictures of them wearing that lingerie. I found it attractive. I think it's about, you know, like Kimi said, if you're comfortable in it, like, make sure it's something that you feel good in, that you feel sexy in, something that makes you feel empowered, and then, you know, but if it's something that like for your partner, maybe it's a little bit hard for them to like accept at first, just go slow with it. Start off with something small and cutesy, like, you know, a lacy thong or something like that. And then work up to like bigger pieces of lingerie. I can understand women too. You know, we're, we're taught to like masculine men and we're taught to, you know, want a man that's like super manly and manly, man, man. manly, man, man, you know, like and Nadege said, yeah. <laughs> you know, manly, man, man, who is in, in jeans and uh, cowboy boots and whatever anyways so my ladies he can be both yeah so if your partner has a little bit of um if there's a little bit of a shock value you know for your partner seeing you in lingerie just go slow with it take your time um and do what makes you feel good it's too short to not wear a lacy thong if that's what you want to wear Love my that. thought on that, yeah. Let's see, what else? Someone asked um, how to find sex clubs and parties and groups that are safe. Heavy vetting. And uh, that's Reddit. Yeah, that's Instagram. really just the only way I can say is Google, Instagram, Reddit, see if you can find any Facebook groups, you know, follow the kinksters that are in your, you know, that live near you and see who, you know, if they follow a certain club or something like that. And then, yeah, from there, vet very well. I always like to, you know, we want to make sure that if we're going to a sex party that it's, you know, we're going to feel good at being there. Sometimes, you know, the crowds are always different. So you never know what the vibe is. But you want to make sure that whoever's hosting it knows what the hell they're doing. Just go with the flow. Yeah. Vet, vet, vet. Okay, someone asked, going on vacation with another couple, should we try to get it on with them? Oh, I answered this. I answered this on the page. Yeah, but I, I we need more context. I know, but I just wanted to add, you know, my my two cents there would be is feel out the vibes before you make any moves. Not that it's going to like terribly, you know, change the dynamic if it like turns awkward. I just remember one time like when my ex and I were together, we had a couple friends or we had a friend that were couples and like one time we were all hanging out. And when we were all drunk, like, they asked us if we wanted to, like, hook up with them. And this was before we were non-monogamous. And we had a, you know, we both <clears throat> always had the rule that, like, no friends. So it, it didn't make it awkward. We still hung out with them. We still loved them to death and everything. But, you know, I don't know. That's just a tough one. Because, like, if it is a friendship, like, you don't want to ruin the friendship or, like, make it weird. It didn't make it weird. But at the same time, it was just kind of, like... You know, there was definitely like, I felt bad turning them down, but like, I didn't want to have sex with them. So that one, you got to really feel out the vibes and see if they're like dropping any hints. If not, tread cautiously. Someone had asked, where was it? I'm Polly, but I still get jealous. I know it might be insecurities, but tips, please. I was going to say, jealousy is always going to come and go. Yeah. Because you never know when you're going to feel it. I would recommend every single time that you feel jealous get a journal out or piece of paper, start writing down what you think the root causes might be. And then from there, like ask yourself, like, why am I feeling jealous? Because my partner is seeing his partner more than he's seeing me. Okay. So there's an unmet need. Okay. Now let's, what is that unmet need? Lack of time together. I feel like he's spending all his time with her. He's not spending enough time with me, whatever. And then from there, like say, what would I need to help, you know, fix this or feel less, um, insecure or jealous about this issue. 
and be like, okay, you need more time. So like, see what I'm saying? It's kind of like really break it down, like start off with the why, the what, the how, all of those things. And then once you kind of journal about that and really process it, then go to your partner and say, hey, I'm feeling jealous because I feel like you're spending more time with your other partner than you are with me. And I'm feeling a little neglected. And then from there, be like, can we, you know, maybe focus on a little bit more time between you and I? I'm not saying less time with the other partner, but like maybe find some more ways for us to connect, et cetera, or whatever it may be. Maybe it's something to do with looks. Maybe it's something to do with, um, you know, unmet needs, like whatever it may be, get to the root of it and then have a discussion with your partner, but really take the time to like journal and like sort out what the cause of the jealousy is and then go from there. Don't let it just stew. Work through it. That's what, for me, journaling works. I know that maybe that doesn't work for everybody. Maybe you need to, like, have someone to talk to about it, like a therapist or a friend, whatever. But, like, find a way to work through it and dive into it and then have a discussion with your partner about it. I like this question. Let's hear it. If you had to sleep with one of your other twins' exes, who would it be? (gasps) (gasps) I already know the answer to this. Wait, wait. let Let me hear yours. No, I want, for you. Yeah, definitely him. But you know who I would also? Who? Um, Arion. Really? Oh, no. <laughs> he was so hot. He is hot. Actually, and you know, he and I are still good friends. I'm. We might do dinner But definitely, soon. definitely Steven. Okay. All right. What um, about you? What? Which one of my current dudes or exes would you fuck? Calvin. <laughs> I knew it. For I knew he it. And I matched first. I knew it. We exchanged all of three words on fucking Snapchat after we matched on field, and then it did. And then he, it, like, it never went anywhere. And then when you matched, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Finders, He's keepers, hot, yeah, whatever. Hottest. Losers, weepers. No, you do not get Arion. Sorry, <laughs> Calvin is hot as fuck. Honestly, if His he ever proposed the idea, I would do it. You and Calvin? Yeah. No! I would. You cannot do that. No, I know, but I'm saying if that chance was ever out there in the universe, I would I would do it. But I would, of course, ask you for permission. And if I said no, you would honor that? Of course. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm saying I would never sleep with Arion because I know you'd say no, so I wouldn't. And I still, I don't think I'd even want to because, no. no. He, he, he's the one that I would be like, I'd be down. Calvin? And, yeah, he's the only one. Calvin? Yeah. Mm. how many beeps do you have to put whoever asked that question thank you i'll just ask him that was so funny i'll just ask him if it's okay to put it in there celeb you'd most like to bang zoe dutch (laughs) man that's a long list (laughs) man or female i don't know and i'm not yeah i don't even know how like if i even would want to you know i don't know how well what i'm doing my titty journey is staying up in the titties you know i haven't gone below Oh, this is a good one. Do you know people that listen to the pod that it's low-key weird that they do? Like, (laughs) so I can see what cities people listen from. I can't see who listens, but I can see what cities. And let's just say the city where my work happens to be headquartered has a lot of listens. A lot of listens. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your support. But to my coworkers that listen to the pod... um, you know a lot about my sex life, probably more than I ever bargained for you to know. But that's okay; it's all out in the open. I don't care. Any? What about for you, Kimmy? Any? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that is weird. Oh hell no! I'm pretty sure one of our high school teachers listens, and if so, I oh, don't like that. I don't feel comfortable at all. Let's wrap it up. I'm new to being a sub. Any advice? Do your research. Start slow. Uh, Don't get like overly eager in finding a dom. Make sure you take the time to find a good one. Quality. Yeah. Find a quality Quality. dom. Um, Um, My best advice, honestly, would be learn how to stand up for yourself and communicate what you want and what your boundaries are. And don't be afraid to say red or stop or safe word or whatever do it. Yeah. When I was on that cross getting flogged and it was starting to sting, I had no issue being like, please. He told me, you know, this means go because I was holding onto the cross. So like this meant go, this meant stop. And I had no issue like stop, stop. Yeah, no, I'm good. Like 
you know, be able to communicate. You have to be able to communicate your boundaries. I know I've seen a lot of the times in other kinky accounts when they do Q&As, a lot of subs ask like, hey, how do I tell my partner this? Or, you know, hey, how do I tell my dom this? It's like, you can't, you can't think that just because you're in the, you know, the place of submission that you don't have a voice in the situation. You absolutely you do. do. You have the keys to the car and they can't drive without those keys. So you make sure you stand up for yourself. Also, don't be afraid to try out different, you know, different types of submission and see what fits you. Like I know for a long time, I was like, I'm a little and that's it. That's all I want to explore is I only want to be a little. And then, you know, I've, I've decided I, I would like to explore other other sides of submi- of submission as well and see, you know, what if I like any of those. So, yeah, uh, that would be my advice from, you know, sub to sub. Favorite BDSM toy that isn't a type of restraint. Oh, and then to piggyback, someone had asked, um, what are some good toys for beginners? Bloggers. Yeah, my favorite. I, think, I think vloggers are easy. Yeah, easy to vloggers use. are my favorite type of BDSM toy that isn't a restraint. And I do think they're great for beginners because especially like, you know, if you get like the soft, supple leather ones, um, you they're know, not too bad, not too hard on the body. Everybody always thinks that they're going to be like super painful, but they're, they're not. not yeah. They're not. You really have to like put a lot of force in order to make it to to like super painful but even then it's not that bad yeah i think floggers are a good beginner toy and yeah probably one of my favorite bdsm toys um obviously y'all know me i like sharp things so like my claws that i have those are some of my favorite um but i think what else my doms have one that's a it's a phone book so it's like a piece of like this like it's like a suede leather like thick piece of leather and it has a handle and you just hit with that and i really like that one because it's actually not that bad and it's like it feels really nice on the skin the the suede mm. leather um so they call it the phone book i know they're i don't know what the name of it would be like on a it's basically just like a, a piece of suede leather with like a, a hand half moon kind of handle on it but that's a really nice one how should a long-term relationship begin to explore bdsm together is that possible absolutely i think again just start educating yourselves maybe watch some you know or listen to podcasts, watch some YouTube videos on stuff, like read some books, whatever, see what speaks to y'all. Each, each of you make a list of like what turned you on when you are like listening about it or whatever, or take the BDSM.org test, see what turns you on and then find middle ground. So like, okay, maybe you like impact play and like, they're like, okay, I'm a little iffy on it. Start slow, you know, or maybe, you know, you both realize you're like super excited about, um, you know, sensation play or rope. I gave some advice on that one, I think. Obviously, be safe. Make sure you explore it, like, from the perspective of safety. Um, But, yeah, find middle ground. Find each of you kind of make a list of what moves you and and start there. Mm -hmm. And establish establish aftercare. Um, Oh, and aftercare. But it's definitely possible. Like, I, I mean... I don't know why we were getting questions. Yeah, for my people out there who think like, oh, am I too old to try this? Or, oh, am I in too long of a relationship to try this? Absolutely not. If it moves you, do it. Yeah. Try it. Um, I did really like this question. I have BDSM experience. My partner has big dom energy, but no experience. How can I educate him on being a dom, but still feel like his sub? Ooh. This is a tough one because you kind of have to like dom or top or top from the bottom. But also direct him. One of the ways you can start is by directing him to you know, maybe some of the kink accounts that you follow or some good Dom accounts. You can mm-hmm. check out, you know, Black Queer Dom, ASMR, can, Dad. ASMR Daddy. Ask a Sub has a lot of resources. On exactly. Him. There, yeah. there are a lot of accounts that they can follow. And then from there, also, if he likes reading, if he likes podcasts, direct him to some, um, you know, to direct him to some of those when it comes let him learn from other doms. Yeah, yeah. Let him learn from other doms. And then, you know, and if you can find some workshops that y'all can do together. together yeah. Go on FetLife and find some workshops. Yeah. And, and FetLife maybe, has a ton of events. Yeah. And maybe there's even some dom workshops that he can just go to on his own. You yeah. know, if he's com- online, if he's comfortable doing yeah. that. So I would say start with that and then, you know, see what he picks up through his own research and then when when he brings it into the bedroom or she when they bring it into the bedroom then you know oh yeah really 
give him I don't a lot know of, why I assumed it was a dude. But, yeah. I mean, you know. give him give him a lot of affirmation. Oh, wait, she said him. That's yeah. Why. Give him a lot of affirmation. Give them, you know, support. And and if there's anything like that they do that maybe, like, you want it a little bit differently or whatever, like, don't be afraid. You know, I, I know maybe it might, like, kill the vibe, but, like, don't be afraid to, like, speak up about that mid-scene. I Yeah, I would say you could always just start with a top and bottom scene first. Mm-hmm. And then try a dominant and submission scene. And then also don't be like after after the scene, you know, maybe have like a like a rehash on it and, you know, kind of just be like, hey, you know, how did that feel for you? What did you like? What did you what didn't you like? And then you can tell them at that point, like, hey, I really liked when you did this Um, whenever you did this you know, here's a tip that I have, something like that. So like, you know, bring an open conversation to it. And yeah. I wonder if there's any good BDSM porn to direct them to, too. I've, there are a couple, there was one that, that I watched. Oh yeah. It was, I mean, I can't remember who made it, but it was, it was a blonde female dom with a, with a, it was like a brunette female submissive and it was really hot. Um, granted, you know, it's not like, it, it was good. It's it's not like great representation of BDSM, but like I think it's a start. Was um, it like Pornhub's representation? It was on Pornhub. Let me let me see if I can. We should do some research into that. Find some good BDSM porn accounts too, because that could be a place for them to like see it visually, see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then next episode, I do want to talk about how to build a sex room, and that could be another place. They did showcase some aspects of kink, so that that could be another one. Yeah. So guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you liked today's episode. Welcome Um, Welcome back, Double Teamed Fam. We are so happy to be here. We feel blessed, um, you know, that we get to do this. I know someone in the questions had asked, like, why do y'all like to work together? Because we love each other. We're twins and we love each other. (laughs) So, yeah. I really like discussing these things with Cammie. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, we do pretty okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So, yeah. I want to say um, this to Calvin so he listens. To oh, me. my God. <laughs> no, no, no. You cannot. Are you kidding me, you, Nicole? Now, every single time we do shit together, I'm going to be, he's going to be looking at me like, I know what you want to do. You know, like. You cannot have no, sex with I him. I would not. <laughs> yeah, you would. His I would is, not. His dick is massive. <laughs> it's not about the size, but I do like it, you know. No, it's his body. It's his body for I sure. I was going to say, oh, his body's phenomenal. I would, yeah. I mean, I love me some boyfriend dick. I love me big dick. Whatever you want. I, yeah, I love me any dick that's attached to someone that I like. <laughs> At the end of the day. Touche. At the end of the day. Touche. Yeah. If it's attached to someone I like, to me, that's what matters. We, uh, we end, Nikki and I end up being, you know, beings of energy. Oh, yeah. It's we a, read energy, and that's how we'll decide if we fuck with you. the connection for me. Like, yeah. if it's, I don't care if your dick is massive. If you, if I don't vibe with you, I don't want to have sex with you. Yeah, exactly. We're not size so. queens. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, wear condoms. And then also, live show in Los Angeles. October 20th. Um, October 20th. Bring your friends, bring your parents. I don't care. Bring whoever you want, but just be ready to have a good time. We're going to make it fun for you. There's going to be lots of cool things. Maybe um, don't bring your parents. I don't, I don't bring, the, yeah, bring your roommates. Yeah, bring your roommates. Bring, you know what? And this is why, this is what I said on the, you know, on the invitation. If you're feeling unhinged, bring all your Tinder matches, yeah. all of them. Invite them. Make yeah. it like a little group Make project. it a group night. Exactly. <laughs> Do what moves you, but come to the show. We're going to have fun. All right. I have plans to get to. I love you all. I will see you next time. Yep. We'll see you next week. And we love you. Bye. Wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs>